Hello, St. Luke. This is Monsignor Shadel with Monsignor's Musings for Friday, January 15th. I want to thank and salute our sponsor for today. It's Love Heating and Air Conditioning. They're family-owned and operated since 1920. And uh, with this weather we've been having, you may have some heating needs, probably not air conditioning, but Love Heating and Air Conditioning, 317-353-2141. 317-353-2141. Love Heating and Air Conditioning. We thank them for sponsoring this podcast and all communications here at St. Luke Parish. Many people ask me how um, I came about closing my bulletin letters, and really all of my letters, and this podcast uh, with the phrase, uh, trusting in the providence which so far has never failed us. Well, that's actually a direct quote from Mother Theodore Guerin, now Saint Mother Theodore Guerin. She founded the Sisters of Providence at St. Mary the Woods, and they were my teachers in high school. And Mother Theodore had a great trust in providence, and providence is, is simply God. God is providence, and so we say we trust in providence. It means we we trust in God and God's care for us. I'll give you an example of what I mean by this by telling you a little story that happened uh, on Christmas Eve, and I think this was about 35 years ago. Remember the Cabbage Patch dolls? Well, they were all the rage at that time. The stores couldn't even keep Cabbage Patch dolls in stock. People would line up before the stores even opened, hoping to get a Cabbage Patch doll. And at this time, about 35 years ago, I was a teacher at Cardinal Ritter High School, as well as the associate pastor of St. Michael Parish, right next door to the high school. And the pastor at that time I worked under was a wonderful man, the late Father Patrick Harpenau. Well, like most parishes, we had our children's mass late Christmas Eve afternoon. The church was packed, and Father Harpenau had selected one little girl to bring up the figure of the infant Jesus to the nativity scene. Now, this little girl was the oldest of four girls. Her folks were rather simple. They were not wealthy by any means. And boy, they were so proud to see their daughter bring that little baby Jesus up to the crib. Before Mass, she confided to us that all she wanted that year was one of these Cabbage Patch dolls. Now, that little girl would have even been more excited had she realized that her parents somehow scrimped and saved. They bought her the one thing she wanted, that Cabbage Patch doll. It was all wrapped, was waiting in the car for the drive to Grandma and Grandpa's house after Mass. And Father Harpenau and I would have been more excited, too, if we'd only known what was going on in our church parking lot. Thieves were making their rounds during Mass. They broke into a half dozen cars. And as cold-hearted as it seems, even on Christmas Eve, these criminals stole whatever they could find. And sadly enough, they broke into the little girl's family station wagon. They stole all the children's gifts including the unusually valuable Cabbage Patch doll that had been purchased a great sacrifice. Well, soon after Mass, the crime was discovered. Not only the parents and children, but 
Both Father Harpenau and I were devastated. How could anybody be so cruel on Christmas Eve? Because we knew their situation, we felt especially bad for the little girl who brought up baby Jesus and her family. And our harsh thoughts about the criminals gave way to consoling the girls and then deciding how best we could help the crushed parents. Now, between the two of us, we had a little trouble reimbursing them for their loss. They didn't have much money to spend on gifts anyhow. But the Cabbage Patch doll was long gone from toy store shelves. It sold out weeks ago. It was impossible to replace, no matter how much money they had. Well, Father Harpenau, because he was the pastor, somehow felt responsible. He was so sensitive, it was all I could do to console him. It seemed so out of place, but vindictive thoughts about the robbers plagued my thoughts. I was angry the rest of the Christmas masses. And more than once, I was <laughs> I was tempted to grab that porcelain Christ child from his crib. I wanted to ask him how he could let this happen. Well, our last Mass on Christmas Day was at noon, and there was another priest, Father Joachim. He was the chaplain at a nearby hospital. Now, he lived at the hospital, but he came to St. Michael to celebrate the noon Mass with us. And then he hung around for a little bit to wish the pastor and me a Merry Christmas. Before he left, Father Joachim pulled out a paper grocery sack. And then he said, you know, people at the hospital give me all kinds of gifts. What in the world do they think I'm going to do with all this stuff? Look here. Last week, one of the nurses gave me a Cabbage Patch doll. Can you imagine? Why would she give a priest a Cabbage Patch doll? Do you guys know anyone who could use it? Well, while Father Harpenau gleefully went to deliver the replacement Cabbage Patch doll to the little girl, he asked me to lock up the church. Now, when I walked by the nativity scene, I tried not to look at baby Jesus. I felt guilty about wanting to challenge him on how he could have let this happen. But now I know. We don't always know it. We don't always see it. But that was one more example, one more proof, one more lesson. What Mother Theodore Guerin said all along, Providence never fails. In the meantime, let's bank on that. Let's trust in the providence which so far has never failed us. And may Almighty God bless you all, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.